Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 61. Today's episode is another installment of our series, Cruise Control, set in the Star Wars universe between A New Hope and The Empire Strikes Back. It is played using Fantasy Flight Games, Star Wars, and Genesis role-playing materials, and the Mythic GM emulator. This is scene three. JT explores the cargo hold with the help of a crew member who seems to have as many secrets as she does. For the story up to this point, visit our website, diceystories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. So we have sifted out JT specific NPCs from the adventure NPCs. The adventure NPCs. Okay. And the Floggingham's are their own entry, and the Opana family is their own entry, and yep. the Moth now has a name, Quarish Panaka. Quarish Panaka? Yes. And there's three threads, ten wealthy donors, you've got one, ten non-wealthy donors. I have one. And finish the gala arrangements. Yep. Our chaos level is five. Your goal is to continue getting things in place for the event. You have so far successfully arranged a room and catering, and you have an auction item. Yep. You still need to get entertainment and decorations, and you put in a request with BNCR to contact PD. PD 101. To see if he wants to be the MC. Yes. Okay. There was a modification role. Oh, what was that? And that was Malice Home. And you thought maybe that would mean that there was trouble in JT's room. That's a possibility. But if there is, that trouble is not immediately apparent the first night. Well, that's fine then. You have a pleasant evening at the trash compactor with your old friends and your new ones. Then you sleep in your reasonable private quarters. Yep. And then the next day... Overslept. Till lunchtime? Uh, Like till at least 10. Okay. Definitely JT, you like meant to set an alarm. Rated eight, get going bright and early, but uh, you know this is a really nice bed compared to what she normally has. <laughs> like a ship. It is comfy. The room is just much bigger than she's had. That's true, because her room on the Rice Mile was the small engineer's quarters. Yes, cozy. Yeah, so you don't have a super fancy suite, but you have your own room, and it's not just a bed. It is not just a bed. But your room did not come with a private butler. Correct. I had to provide my own private butler. <laughs> Which, some of the rooms on this ship do come with uh, wait staff. I bet the spherical rooms come with private butlers. Yeah, you could check out a spherical room if you wanted. Uh, Those people probably uh, have money. Probably. So what's your priority today? <sighs> Decorations, number one. And are you going to check out the spaces first? Oh, or? yes. No, that's actually a good idea. Check out the space. See what we're working with. Okay. Is this speakeasy-ish or, you know, outer room cantina theme going to fly here? The cocktail hour was going to be on the observation deck. They said they had little tables. They that. said they could bring in the little tables for yeah, that. So I'm not worried about that. Okay. And then you have a cargo hold. Yep. I guess if there's any cargo in there. Maybe I can integrate that into the set. Okay. There might be, like, staging things. Because it is just a room. There's not necessarily a stage. It's a cargo hold, so I doubt it comes with a stage. Yeah, I'm going to have to build a stage. Unless there's stages of a rocket there. Ooh. So yes, I need to inspect hold... What was it? B2, I think. B2. Because that deck was missing from the floor plan. Yes, and they yes. uh, agreed to give you a cargo hold. You should probably find somebody on the ship's staff who can escort you to the cargo hold area and allow you into this space. Oh, I suppose. Getting proper access. Or 
or not. <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, outlaw technician. Maybe yeah. you don't need somebody to. JT knows the you know, ship's layouts. Okay. She's got the map. She was just going to go there. All right. We're using Streetwise to navigate this place? Mm. Because you're specifically choosing a place that is not on the map. <sighs> and Streetwise is our urban survival skill. Yep. Yeah. Not so good at that anymore. Do you want to say that you should have a blue die because of your former ability to know schematics? Because I have a map. Well, it's not on the map, is the thing. But I know where it's not. Ah, okay. Like, I know, like, yep. there's a gap right here and here, so I know yep. where it should be. Yep, fair assessment. And average. One success, three advantages. So you do locate your cargo area. Cargo hold B2. So, so you, you have advantages here, so I'll, I'll let you decide how you want this. Do you figure out how to get the turbo lifts to stop on the levels they're not supposed to? Or do you find the back staircase that so, you can use to take to this floor? I'm going to need a, a way for my guests to get here. Which would you prefer? Probably they're going to take the turbo lifts. So you figure out how to reprogram your code cylinder to your room or how to... Like just the, the access code with like the turbo okay. lift, like the that, standard manufacturer kind of thing. That you can give out this access code yes. to the gala attendees. You know, at the observation deck. Give out the code. Ah, at the cocktail hour, people yes. receive the code that will let them into. Yes. Okay. Is this something that you will not announce until the cocktail hour? That the dinner is being held in a cargo hold? That the dinner is being held somewhere else. I don't see a reason why it would be hidden information. I'm just curious whether people know ahead of time that there will be a code given out. Yes, I would say like directions to dinner following cocktail hour. Contact JT if you're not going to make it to that you need Okay, so people may have the option of not yes. going to the cocktail hour, but Absolutely. they will still be able to get that code. Yes. Going to the cocktail hour is not a prerequisite, but that is going to be the official way to hand out the code. It's just going to be printed on the napkins? Yeah, pretty much. So, I'll just call it the 1337 gala something. So you get down onto this deck mm -hmm. successfully. Are you brazen or are you sneaking? I think brazen. You have a right to be here. I'm and, running uh, an event here. I was told I could use this space. Then I would like to ask the mythic table whether you run into anybody on this floor. Well, would you like to set the likelihood at? You are on a deck of the ship that is reserved for ship workers. I'm working. I believe it is likely that you will run into somebody who is supposed to be on this deck. Okay, likely. Chaos Factor 5. 76. The answer is no. Just barely. So I believe that means that as you turn down the hall, doors swish closed ahead of you somewhere. Probably. That someone has just entered some other room. Yes, but that there are, the space is occupied by people working. Yes. So you reach your door, and then what do you do? <laughs> door does not open, I gather. The door is locked. It's a cargo hold. Oh, that's miserable. Gotta inspect this space. <sighs> Ooh, that's skullduggery situation. You know what? I just saw a door flip through here. Let me go get that person. Okay. So I knock on that door. Nothing happens. I'll open the door a little bit, peek in. That door does not open. Oh, okay. Do you wish to say anything as you knock on the door? So you have simply rapped. I've interpreted it as live gun. Okay. Nobody responded. There's not like an intercom bot or anything, right? Is there? I think it's 50-50. Uh, I think it's likely. There's an intercom, but not extraordinarily so. There's not a video. Okay, so there is an intercom, so you press the button and yeah. make your case. Uh, excuse me, uh, Tessa, I'm here to check out uh, Cargo Hold B2 for an upcoming event. Uh, door seems locked, though. Is there anyone who can help me in there? And the voice on the intercom comes back and says, Cargo Hold B2, you say? Uh, yes. Are you able to help me out with that? Would you care to make 
some sort of charm persuasive role yes what is this person's cool red red purple this person has some serious cool failure with three advantages so the door opens okay and there is a shift worker in the uniform of the dame metropolis but he tells you he's gonna have to see some identification i've got a code cylinder right here and evidence that you're allowed to access these uh well i can pull up the event schedule that says there's an event right here that i'm running okay he takes your i have no idea how code cylinders get read in star wars (laughs) yeah looks about right (laughs) (laughs) this is a legitimate guest code cylinder He's looking over this event that you claim that you're running, and he like asks you to describe the event to see how right. well established your story is. I'm like, oh, you probably haven't heard of it because you're not getting the uh, the messages that are getting sent to all the other passengers, of course. Uh, I run the War Orphans Fund. It's a charity for those who have uh, lost their families and had much of the warfare uh, across the galaxy these last several decades. Thankfully, on your ship, the Dave Metropolis agreed to host a charity dinner event, a gala, if you will, to help raise funds for this charity. So I'm running this event. We're going to have dinner in that room. We're having cocktail hour up in the observatory. We're going to be auctioning off some artwork by one Jeppo Jr., this fantastic artist from Corellia. Thank you guys for providing the food. Whatever your usual gala food is, I'm sure it'll be fine. I still got to find decorations. That's why I really need to see the space so I know how I need to decorate this space because it is a cargo hold, which... I think it's going to look great, but you know, other people might have different ideas what it's going to be. Maybe it shouldn't look like a It should look like something different. If you have time off, I mean, you can have a raffle if you want to try to win an, an entry into there. If you're in your night off, you wanted to go to the gala, that'd be totally welcome. What sort of people are going to be at this gala? All kinds of people. Hopefully people who will donate money to this event. Is there a guest list? I am currently selling tickets. I have a couple folks lined up already. Do you know uh, one Miss Emla Foslow? You can make a make a vigilance check of, okay. against Red Red Purple. Against their cool? Yeah. This name means something to them. Good news, bad news. I have one success, five threats, and a triumph. So I'll just take a crit right now. A mental crit as you are stunned. You are mentally stunned for a moment. Wait, um, this person is Emla Foslow? This person is not Emla Foslow, okay. but there is a family resemblance. A slight twitch of recognition that this person fails to conceal. You know, you, you made your check. This person was clearly not trying to give that information away. Right. You have a triumph here, and so I will tell you that you recognize the person. Oh, really? Yes. You saw him in the first class lounge. Not dressed as a... Not dressed as a worker. This was the person that you saw enter the lounge that... Mm clued you into the fact that there was a lounge. Right. But he was not dressed as a staff worker. He was dressed as a fashionable person at the time. So I could certainly spend some of these threats that I inappropriately blurt that kind of information out, Um, uh, if you like. I mean, that's potentially more threatening for him than it is for you. Depends how threatening kind of person he is. It might become threatening for me. (laughs) If you want to play it that way, you can. Or you can use the threats to uh, potentially give some information about yourself that they could use against you. I guess so. Like, at this point, like, JT doesn't fear that. They're serial, so it's no, no, not like I, giving I, up information is... I understand that, but there is this potential here for social combat. Right. If you feel that this person is threatening, if you, the player, feel like this person could end up being coercive or something like that, right, then, right, right. yes, okay, we right. are moving into social combat. So if you want to proceed by being like, oh, hey, aren't you a rich person? I think, like, the, like, I definitely saw this person on the fancy shuttle. Like, it was nice, in the lounge. 
Yeah, the, the Lindsay Lounge. They're currently in a, like, ship uniform. Like, the benefit of a doubt I can give them is, like, oh, they're one of the captain's aides or something. But they're clearly here in the cargo hold. Like, there's something that doesn't add up, but... Yes. Trying to think what the five-threat inappropriate... If you don't but think... if you wanted to advance if... into social combat, that's fine, too. I wasn't sure how much... Well, how involved you wanted this to be. We could just make you take strain. Or sure. we could make you take a mental crit. Oof. It's five threats. We could just say, like, all right, you're going to take a black die for the rest of the stuff. As, like, you weren't actually admitted down here. Right. You already know that some things on the ship are not quite right. Because there's you know, a moth here? There's a moth here who stole your ballroom. That's true. And now there's somebody here who distinctly seems to not be where they're supposed to be. In addition to me. In addition to you. I think taking the black die for the rest of this, like, senior encounter, I think that's probably appropriate. Just because, like, it's off to JT. Mm-hmm. I think she'll also probably say something inappropriate, such as, like, okay. didn't I see you in the first class lounge? What is your vigilance? Red, purple, purple. Okay, so please roll yellow, green, green versus red, purple, purple. Sorry, did I say two yellows and a green? Nope. Is that what you meant? Yes. The success with one advantage. So he he tells you that that's very unlikely, as that room is entirely serviced by droids. That's definitely going to derail JT. <laughs> She's like, oh, yes, they were absolutely fantastic. There's a little, uh, shoot out like the name of the unit for the little... Scrubber droid. Oh. Or, and the, the orgerve droid. The, the jerk called him a hover. Or yes. called him a sucker. Right. But, that's... Um, but they weren't specified if you want to make no. up names for HB uh, whatever. For the hover droids. Yes. And the, the orgerve bot, A plus service. So, like, I think his advantage is that JT gets derailed from questioning him and, like, he's talking about droids. All right. But he takes a strain from having to put up with it. You had an advantage. Yeah. That's his role. So he's not getting questioned further. <laughs> That's the advantage. So where's this strain coming from? <laughs> He's got to listen to JT go on for a bit. <laughs> About droids. How droll. As you were doing that, though, he is ushering you down the hallway to the cargo hold that you said you needed to oh, be well, that's admitted into. And you are, at this point, rambling about droids. You had those five threats. Yep. Is there anything else you want to slip into your rambling here? Ask him if he knows PD-101. Uh, he's maybe going to be the MC for my event. Um, does he know PD-101? Let's roll on the mythic table to see if he yeah, remembers right. that you droid. You think it's unlikely that he knows? Although he is, is PD-101 the, is the he, droid that he would have talked yes, to. Yes, he like checked in with PD-101 okay. and then went to the lounge. So the question is, how well does he remember it? So, 50-50? Yeah. That is a six. Oh, yes, he knows PD-101 okay. very well. So you ask if he knows PD-101, and he says, like, oh, yes, our receptionist droid. And he asks whether you were satisfied with PD-101's service. I say 10 out of 10. Like, if he, especially if he hasn't gotten a raise in a while, I'll make sure he gets that. I already put in with BNCR that, like, he should get the premium oil bath. Uh, but just, I want to make sure people know that I got excellent service for PD-101. And I hope to see him at the gala. That makes him ask why. Because I asked to have him be the MC, because he was such a good protocol droid. So that's a, you know, related field and something different and interesting for him to do. He inquires whether you need the services of other ship staff at your gala. Probably going to need some of the catering staff, uh, but I think that's a different department. I was told I was a different department from the recreation director department. Uh, People to set up, take down chairs and such, and tables. All right. You reached the entrance to your cargo hold. I've been sober. Excuse me. What was your name? He tells you that his name is Cho. Cho? Thank you so much, Cho. Then he proceeds to attempt to open the door to your cargo hold. So, could you please roll for him? Sure. Two yellows and a green. I mean, that's pretty good. Oh, but this is a negative dice, too. Uh, this is a cargo hold. Three purples to open. Okay. 
There's one level of security on it. But he has a neck. For skill buggery. <laughs> a very well-developed NPC. <laughs> one success, one advantage. And I would also like you to roll Vigilance versus two reds of purple. Two advantages. From JT's perspective, he enters codes. You know, and makes sure that I can't see. Right, to not reveal any yes. uh, improper information. Advantages. What can you notice that can be useful to you? You know what? This is a vigilance check. Yeah. You think he is carrying a gun under his jacket. That's probably not regulation. And so, I realize that we never discussed weaponry and the rules yes, related to it. Yes, I was just going to ask about that. So the policy on the ship is that any sort of lethal weapon has to be checked. Like, so what I just heard is the whip cord launcher for days. <laughs> and that other weaponry is supposed to be left in your room. There's merchant levels on the ship. There are actually weapon dealers, like, yeah. on this ship. But if you purchase something, it's supposed to go in your stateroom and stay there. Right. People are not necessarily getting off the ship at the same port that they got on it. Plus, there's, you know, the side trip tours on various little uh, plantesimals. People might want to have their weapons on them then. This is true. So your whipcord launcher is totally fine, but they would prefer for you to leave it in your room. And your hydro spanner, you can, of course, carry with you wherever you want. Also, I uh, I have shot gloves. They're like the fancy yes. gloves. So too. I don't think those are necessarily recognized as weapons. No, I don't think so. Do you keep those on your person? I think they're on JT's person, yes. Tucked in her belt or something? Among so many other things, yes. Right. There is a, a bulge or whatever in his jacket that makes you think that there is perhaps some sort of weapon. Okay, I mean, it's not crazy. If he's on the crew, probably just a stunt blaster of some kind. But you know, good to know. Good to know. But he cracks the door right open. He opens the door. Um, and it's, it's a dark cargo hold. JT hits the light switch. And it is no longer a dark cargo hold. It's just no longer grim dark. Just grim. It is uh, It's a chilly cargo hold. This is not a floor of the ship that is really primed for people so much. Right. He doesn't look bothered by the cold at all. Okay. What species is he? He's Pantoran. Good thing JT has her winter gear. You're still wearing your nice little winter coat? In case you're running into any fancy passengers. Gotta be prepared. Okay, so what do we got to work with? You just want like a perception check to take the room in, see what's useful in here. Mm-hmm. Tell me about difficulty. Two purples? Yeah, you're just evaluating the room. Failure and advantage. There's cargo in here. All right. And there's also like some crate type things that are cargo container sized. Oh, okay. They're like marked with anything in particular? Some of them are, are empty. Okay. Like they have a side panel type thing open. Okay. Is the place full of cargo or there's just like scattered boxes and containers? It's not overwhelmingly full, but it's clear like that there's some stuff here. Right. At very minimum, things need to be rearranged. Yes. Okay. Your crew member escort remains standing at the door watching you as you check out the place. Yeah, well, we might be able to use these cargo containers to make a stage. That would actually work pretty well. Put down some boards on top of it. Get some quick stairs up at the good level area. Uh, what are the acoustics like in here? How do you test them? Got a single. I got a thing. The Blue Street theme song. You just announce, stay safe, citizens, citizens, citizens. A little bit of an echo. Starting to put some things, some draperies up on the wall to kind of soft dampen the sound a little bit. Uh, I asked Joe, uh, what do you, what do you think of this place? Would um, you have dinner here? Would uh, you pay a million credits? Would I pay a million credits to have dinner here? I mean, but it's to charity. That's a pretty steep price tag for the tickets. 
Well, war is expensive. War is expensive. Cleaning up after it is even more expensive. And he asks, what exactly do you know about war? Uh, I've been a victim of war before. I'm not a soldier, though. Were you... Do you want to make some sort of social check? Yeah. I mean, you did help steal an Imperial frigate. I... That was our job. We asked the rebels for help. I'm going to upgrade this. What skill are you using? Apparently I'm using deception then. I mean... I mean, there's things I should conceal, yes. I feel like. If it is deception, I should get a blue die since, like, JT in her head, like, is not a soldier. Yes, yes. You are skirting things, but you believe what you are saying. Yes. And this is against this person's vigilance. Yes. Which is two reds. And you're not doing anything for you. Oh, you know, I got the strain. I should do that first. What are my options here? Induce a feeling. I just need to... I mean, you used it in the lounge to induce sympathy, right? Right. So I'm trying to think what, like, that's a similar thing I'm trying to go for. You were about to, when I derailed you a little bit here, you were about to ask, like, what about you? Do you have any personal experience more? Yes. Um, you are wanting to learn about this person, or are you just making polite conversation? No, I think I'm curious about this person now, since he posed the question. Since I think GT will do this to purple, then. Just to induce a feeling of... Do you want him to trust you? That's a good way to put it. Induce a feeling of trust. Let's go with that. Put you on his friend list? Ooh, perfect. We'll get there. Four successes. Alright, so you spend the strain. Yes. And you had no advantages. No advantages, so I could not... I didn't, well, I didn't do any extra things since it's just one guy. I just okay. Need to, I didn't need to, like, make him believe something not true. Okay. It's literally just make more trustworthy if you think, like, that's worth a blue die or two, or... Yeah, I think what we did last time was we said you had a blue die for the rest of... For the rest of my yeah. interactions with Which is kind of like you used to be able to add a force die to stuff. That's true. So you were saying that, you know, you were not a soldier, but, you know, you've been a... Been a victim of war. Been a victim of war of some uh, sort or another. been around... Been in some rough spots. Here's the situation. Two success, three advantage, one despair, one triumph. Oof. Digest that for a bit. You have all the things. Is it possible that we each reveal things we don't intend to to each other? Very possible. In our conversation. Okay. You had advantages? Three advantages. Okay. He develops a feeling that he can trust you to some extent. Like, this person like, is you seem harmless or genuine. Genuine. Yeah. Is the thing. You seem like you believe in what you're talking about. I would say you're not just a victim of the Clone Wars, though. Strictly speaking, no. When you say that, you know, you suffered in war and things like that, perhaps there is an indication of a more recent exposure to the current galactic side. You know, people who matter to you or friends. Yeah, yeah. Taking some hits from the the Empire. I, I think that's... So you're where you fall on the spectrum is indicated that... Yeah, Empire and, like, various Imperial agents have done a lot of terrible things to a lot of people. I know. And, you know, somewhat to me personally, too. But everybody gets what's coming to them eventually. And you're not a soldier, but you care about what happens out there, and, and this uh, charity is a way for you to, to help... To do something. ...with some of the mess that war creates. Yes. Okay. So your political leanings have been revealed. I think that's fair. Now, you have a triumph, so is there some aspect of his motivations that you wish... If I could know this person's desire, I think that's valuable. That's an interesting one. How will this get revealed? So the broad category of his desire is the belonging category. Interesting. That he has desire to make a good impression. 
on people. Oh, well, that's nice. He just wants to be friends. And seeks acceptance in some sort of community. Like, that's what the belonging category type thing means. You think that perhaps he feels a need to prove himself in some way. Is this fellow younger, older? He is, like, mid-twenties. Okay. So from JT's perspective, a little younger, but certainly. Younger than your friends are. An established adult. Well, uh, how old's Renzi? Renzi is, like, a couple years younger than JT. Okay. But most of DRS was, like, late 20s, late 20s early, early 30s. 30s. Yeah. So he's, he's younger than that. I mean, you've already gathered that he's probably not really part of the crew. Yeah, no, I um, And he's here under some other reason, for some other purpose. The way he asks you questions related to the war indicates that he's got some personal stake. So it's not necessarily that you don't get the vibe like, oh, he's a war orphan too. Right. But you definitely get the vibe that... He's fighting for something? Yes. But that, since you got his desire, like... But he somehow got to do something to prove himself to... Yeah. To enter whatever community. Perhaps. And the nature of that is is left... Uh, to be determined. Left to be determined. But that's what you get about him. Okay. So, probably JP being empathic and things like that, the vibe you get is that he is somewhat lonely. Since there's like this kind of force, you know connection that was established right and he is striving to do something to deal with that but like in the course of this kind of conversation about war and things like that i guess what he will say like since you talk about like you know a lot of things have happened like essentially he's like yeah pantora is very isolated now is pantora in the outer room pantora is in the outer room okay and if you want to make a knowledge check to see like what do you actually know about pantora and its situation you can do that Sure. This would probably be an education check. I'd say three purple. Not common knowledge. Yeah. It's one planet of many on the outer rim. Like what its certain circumstances are. Two success and a threat. You can take that threat as strain. And you have success. So what you know is that Pantora is actually the moon. And since the time of the Clone Wars and the rising of, of the Empire that a number of kind of... It's not like an out-and-out blockade. Like an embargo? Yeah, it's not that strong. It's just a number of the old trade routes that used to go that way have, like, shriveled up. Oh, okay. Or, like, just economic. Yes, there's economic... Well, there's, um, like, tariffs on Pantoran goods yeah. or something. Or, you know, hard maybe, maybe somebody in the Imperial administration is is playing like a long game of shriveling up and... He's going to buy all their land for cheap. It's not as explicit as the Trade Federation around that boat. Right. But yeah, Pantora has suffered a lot of economic hardship since then and like loss of opportunity and, and things like that. So that's the situation. I think that's that's good. I, you know, I hope he's able to do what he needs to do. Are you saying that out loud or are you... Uh... Like the implication is that like he feels like he has to prove himself. So yeah. it's just not I mean, 100% clear how much is spoken aloud between us and how much is. Right. Yeah, it's not like he explicitly says, I need to prove myself. I'm here on a mission. Those are more a matter of you're open to the forest and you're perceiving some things. Okay, okay. And you know that he is obviously poking around where he doesn't belong here. Right. As well as that he got into the first class lounge. And he knows PD-101 very well. And he knows at least the name of the aristocrat lady. Oh, yeah, Emma Foslo. Emma Foslo. That registered was recognition for him. Didn't seem like a positive recognition. I don't think you had enough to judge one way or the other. That was that was my interpretation. Okay, that's fine. There was the like slightly uncomfortable recognition. There was the 
the twitch. don't wish to uh, I know, that's fine. That's demonstrate fine. that I recognize this person. Yes. But uh, yes. So those are all things that you, that you have information-wise. Okay. But whether or not you care about any of this is... Uh, you, you know, about you, everything. You've got, a, you've got a room to decorate. I know. We do have to do that, though. I ask Joe. So do you on, on your staff here... Uh, do you have binary load-lifting droids who might be able to help us rearrange some of these containers? If not, that's okay. I'll find some other some other way. But He says confidently that, that he's sure such things could be arranged. Okay. Can you call them in for me then, or do you have a contact for the Is this something that you need done right now? Uh, sooner rather than later, just because I want to make sure how big the stage is going to be. That'll affect what kind of decorations are going to go places. He says to give him a moment. And he, like, steps away from you and, like, pulls out his ship con. Sure. Do you wish to uh, eavesdrop or anything, or are you going to just walk around? I think JT's still going to walk around. Since she didn't, like, find anything useful just looking at the place, she needs to go poking around. Let's okay. open up one of these boxes. Particularly while he's distracted doing something else. You can still make a vigilance check to see if you overhear anything from him. Sure. It will be against his stealth, so two reds and a purple. Yeah, he's got two reds and a purple and everything. He does not have two reds and a purple in everything. However, we're just hitting those. You're hitting all of his skills right now. Yeah, two advantages. All you manage to hear as he's walking away from you and starting his calm call is you overhear him say, "Hey, PD." Yeah, I'm saying of course. <laughs> well, that explains how he got into the first class luggage if he knows PD. Uh, apparently, PD will just let anybody talk their way in. <laughs> a friend of PD discount, but there wasn't any rich people in that place. It's all PD's friends. <laughs> lounge it is. It all makes sense. <laughs> now you wish to... Like, open up one of these boxes, root around. Okay. Possibly end up getting stuck in it. Who knows? I was like, like, DG's gotta lean over a whole bunch to get, like, what's in the bottom of this? Like, ah! Falls in. Just like when you got stuck in the vents? Ah, uh, hopefully slightly more graceful than that. Roll a perception check. You are actually cracking open one of these crates now. Yep. Is that worth the blue die? Sure. We'll give it a blue die. Two purples. One success and three threats. I would like you to roll on the mythic table to see what's in this box. To see what three threat thing is in this box. Yes, action 48 block. Maybe there's a shield in this box. Corto is a shield just line around. Subject number one, goals. Block goals. Doesn't sound good at all. <laughs> like, so either it's sporting equipment oh. or it's going to ruin your gala. Well, this box is in the way. This is right where I need this. You fall inside the box and get stuck, as expected. The box doesn't close on you. You're leaning in. Oh, and there's you, something shiny on there. You actually, you feel something tug oh, at you. Like something physically grabs me or no, the other kind of Like tug? energy. No, and not the force. Some sort of field. Okay. It causes you to lose your balance a little bit. And you fall into the box. All right, but in the, in the movie, just so we're clear, she's leaning way over, gets tugged in. Her legs are up in the air, flail around for a second, and then totally in. <laughs> Let's see if that gets noticed. Uh, what's this dude's vigilance? His vigilance is two yellows. And JT goes, what? So or no. Two purples? Uh, that probably is a, that's unexpected, certainly. So a blue die, because JT did not suppress any sort of shriek here. Failure and two threats. Okay. He does not notice that. You know, he's talking to Petey. He is talking to Petey. And apparently something threatening is uh, part of that conversation. Something's not well with Petey. You're in this box now. Yep. In the box again. You fall into the box. You don't hit the bottom of the box. That's odd. 
I would like to make some sort of educate science. Science is a knowledge skill we have. I was expecting you to ask to make a mechanics check. Mechanics, it's even better. To evaluate technology. Let's do that. I got too much metal in my, my clothes. Three purple, because right now you're just evaluating based on sensation, kind of. One threat. No successes. This is a little distressing, you know? You take a strain. You don't know what's going on. You start considering, like, all the metallic objects you have. And, like, is it tugging at my belt? Is it just tugging at me in general? It's also some sort of repulsor. And it's kind of dark in here because you yeah. fell into the... I'm going to say this is one of the cargo container-y size sort of things. Okay, okay. You had gone up a few crates and were, like, looking in to see, like, what is... The good um, news is I did not take a shortfall. You would have, except you didn't hit the bottom. So you are kind of, like, hovering. Oh, look up. Is there some... How are you going to do that? Turn my head? Is that not there? So you can turn your head, but you're, like, lying on your chest, kind of. Okay. So you can turn your head somewhat, but you you will need a coordination check to, like, rotate your body if you want to look straight up. Unless you have some other way that you think you can adjust yourself. No, I was going to try to come up with an alternative solution of, like, pulling out a mirror of some kind. You can use a utility belt? With a periscope out of your pocket? Yeah, yeah, okay. It's a sweet periscope. You didn't though. use a utility belt at all last time. All right, we'll use last time's utility belt. So you pull out a compact. Does JT do... She does makeup. Uh, yeah, she does. Particularly, like, it's going to be a fancy cow so you got to. You just got to. So she pulls it out and pulls mirror. Out. It's compact, but there's all kinds of fancy doodads on it. Okay. What are you trying to find out? Like, is there something that's pulling me up? Is there... Okay. I can also just use this to, like, look around a little more. Yeah, so you can make a perception or, check. Or, I don't know, maybe it's a little bit of a light source itself. It has, like, it has to illuminate yourself. So it has the lights around the mirror. Yeah, yeah like I mean, utility belt-wise, I feel like that's fair. So I will not apply the darkness die I was going to give you. Okay. You make a perception check, two difficulty. Two success, one threat, and a triumph. So you do see the devices installed in the sides of the crate. Yeah, okay. Well, that makes sense. Uh, one threat, you take another strain. It's, it's a little uncomfortable. Yep, and you have a triumph. You remember something okay. useful. You know, at the time Renzi was telling you about this, you weren't really paying very much attention. You were very focused on other things, like destroying a certain... He had a cone. <laughs> certain guy. But Renzi told you about these things because she thought you'd be interested in this technology that she'd encountered, and you just kind of blew her off at the time. That's what the strength comes from. But she told you about one of the security features in an Imperial complex that she'd been in hmm. that caused Ren to get sucked up against a door. Right. This sort of uh, repulsor field technology. And then you also recall some sort of similar technology was present in the temple in Gesserol. This Gosh, is, disabled This it. is different from whatever affected uh, Cal and Drac and me. That was actually based on the metal. Yeah, Cal and Jack were held in place by extremely strong magnets because yes. both of them had metal implants. But at the temple in Gesserl, Cal was caught in a repulsor field. That's right. That's that Kosh right. had to disable. Yes. You believe that is what is going on here. You are caught in a repulsor field web. That is the precise technology that you are dealing with. And okay. you have located in this box like where the projection fields are coming from. So and, if I uh, angle it correctly, maybe I can bounce off one flop myself out of this thing with enhance all right what's the situation for one purple die i can add a green die to athletics until next turn okay so for a check for an extra die i can increase a different appropriate skill what are you thinking you do uh, i can turn this into like a force leap kind of thing like use leap, the force to like strain leap against... myself out of this object of this field that is my intention i was really expecting some jetpack action I don't think I have the jetpack on me. 
don't think the winter gear I is mean, quite that bulky. You were walking around with a backpack. Oh, I thought true. it's like... Also, I don't want to be that girl with the jetpack and the cargo hold. This guy's making a phone call. It'll be really loud. So here's the sort of menu situation. Either do an easy enhance, just to add a green die to some athletics check. Athletics, which I'm absolutely crummy at, but with three dice, you know, mm-hmm. less crummy. Or I roll two dice to do just proper force leap. Oh, but I need to do this vertically, don't I? Three dice to vertically leap out of here. To attempt to vertically leap out of there. So what do I get if I succeed this roll on a leap? I cannot tell you that. Okay. Or I would say JT doesn't know. Right. I'm just trying to manic- mechanically piece out. Like, okay, well, obviously being better at athletics would help me get out of here, right? Possibly. Possibly. Okay. Recall, in the shows, Jedi were held by these fields. Well, also not a Jedi. <laughs> totally not. That is true. It is in the temple. Okay, and you but, might have a triumph on that. Yeah. That is a good point. You, you did get a triumph. Aside from, like, the Imperials using this as a security thing, that's a completely different party using it. But such technology was present in a Dark Force temple, right. presumably to hold Force users. Right. Okay, so one can perhaps not so, so easily force their way out of You might be able situation. to, like, athletics your way out, but you can't just, like, simply, like, hop out. It's right. not going to be easy. Right, right, right. Because Obi-Wan and Anakin were held by these things. But I, I understand how this te- I understand what this technology is. I identified where the repulsors are. Yes. But if I take out one of them, the other one will slam me against the wall. Yeah, but but you're not, like, falling anymore. Like, right. But it's going to be like, if you, if you drop it, but with only one field involved, yes. you do recall Renzi said that Ren was able to pull himself away. That guy's a wuss. That guy's a three! Yeah, I can make my brawn three too sweet. Just takes way too many dice. So, another crazy idea would be to attempt to use a lightsaber to break one of these, but that's also a little obvious and loud. And will damage. Break it, yeah. What if I can use work these into the entertainment? In which case, it'd be better to have them working. So I think the first move is to just try to enhance to get my way out of here. Okay. For one purple die, I can enhance and get one green die. For three purple dice, I can enhance and get two green dice. Let me try with just one first, as I am only so good. Although, that gives me nothing to spend advantages on. Maybe I can recover strain. Indeed. Two success... Two advantages, so I'll take a little bit of strain. So I will say that the strain cost of using the force powers yes. is spent after everything else happens, which means you will always be down to strain after you do a force thing. There is always that cost. Mechanically speaking, if you've already taken at least two strain, you can recover some of that and you'll end up spending two strain again. But yes. Just for simplicity, I will take two strain back and then I'll spend it later. So I get two dice for being, you know, so brawny. One more die for being forcey. How is it getting out of here? You are attempting to... Wrench myself free. Wrench yourself free while both of the things are active. Yes. That is going to be four purples. Okay. And I am going to spend a story point to yeah. turn one of them red. I might pull my shoulder here. You got what you wanted many times over. Only the forced die helped me. JT's inherent brought not a little. Failure. Three threats. Despair. You do not succeed... Obviously. Would you like me to roll on the crit table? I would like you to roll on the crit table. Tell me about 96. This would be a cripple, Jack. Okay, then. Do you want that to be an arm? Uh, sure. Okay. Increased difficulty for all checks. As you attempt to pull and in your tugging back and forth. Just like dislocate a shoulder. Yes. You want to make a cool check or you find just screaming? No, I think, well, yeah, let's make a cool check. <laughs> 
How difficult is that? Uh, you know, three purple because it's a three purple crit? Sure. Yeah, that's no problem at all. One success and, you know, two advantages even. Alright, so you will get a blue die on the next thing you attempt because you're able to calmly tell yourself, uh, you know, you've been worse. I've been stuck in a vent before. Yeah, you're not physically crammed into a vent. Plenty of space here. Is there any way I can try to disable one of these things without destroying it? Yes, there is. Mechanics, computers, or skullduggery. Let's try some of that damn mechanics then. Three purples. Does that include the... That does not include the extra die for being crippled. But good news, you got a blue die. Let's take an upgrade on this. Good chances here. To success. You pull out a Hydrus banner that you will legitimately use as a Hydrus banner. (laughs) Oh, it's a really nice Hydrus banner too. There was another blue die. I may get some strength back. I feel better. It gives you some extra reach for you to turn a few things so that one of the fields cuts off. Oh, boy. And then you fall afoot. Right. And now you're squished. And you have made some noise. So we're, we're going to make a perception. He gets a vigilance check again? A vigilance check. But he might also be wondering, where did she go? Yeah. This is taking a little while. It didn't take him that long to put in uh, the call. What is his vigilance? His vigilance is two yellows. Failure with two advantages. So, I mean, he might just be wondering, where did she go? But Yes. But he did not hear you clang. Right. So at this point, yes. He has finished his call, turns back around, and you do not seem to be anywhere. That was his vigilance check. So at this point, he's going to start looking for you. I mean, that's probably a good idea. He will take a blue die from his advantage, and his perception is a yellow and two greens. Like you said, there's two purples? Yeah, unless we want to add a black or something, because you're actually like in a crate. There we go. Like, he, might, have a be knack ex- for it? he might expecting you to be, be behind, behind the crate. things, or he does not have a knack for perception. No. Nor does he have two ranks in it. Failure with two advantages. He does not find you. Well, maybe he finds something else useful. Let's, let's roll on the... He finds another repulsor field. <laughs> repulsor field in a box. That's what you found. That could be useful, you know. 11, which is doubles. Oh, that's important. Also, it's persecute. Subject, 26, the physical. That sounds like a torture device. Okay, this is a random event, so first we roll the focus. 70, PC positive. Okay, but there's two PCs now. Ha! Does he count as a PC right now? Right now he does. Okay. Your odds and he's evens. Yes. Four, good for him. Action, 66, above the chaos factor. Carry. Subject, nine. Evil. Random event that's good for him that involves carry and evil. Plus, he just found something that was persecute the physical. Let me say what I'm sort of thinking, and and you can pipe in with ideas. Sure. Given that you have just fallen into a box that had some sort of repulsor technology in it, and now we have this, I'm thinking there's some of the Moffs things in here. Uh, Yeah, that would definitely make sense. Some of his elaborate baggage. Well, good. He took my room. I'm going to take his room. Fair is fair. From Cho's perspective, being able to mess with the moth's things is a good thing. I hear you. So if you have any ideas on, like, what in particular can be down here. My brain was stuck on torture devices, but you're thinking just the moth's personal. No, no. It, it can also... I mean, the repulsor box is a technological thing. It's not just like, oh, his luggage is here. Right. There are, are enormous cargo containers stamped... With the moths. Imperial seal. Yes. There could definitely be torture devices or or whatever. I would think that's the kind of thing that would be like with this other 
cargo container. Whether the moth fancies himself a Jedi hunter or not, I don't know. Are you wanting to fold Force-related stuff into this? Not necessarily, but he's got this repulsor box, which can catch a Jedi. That's true. A uh, Jedi forgets her Hydra Spanner. Uh, so that's a possibility. We don't have to decide that right now. You can okay. see how things unfold. You might already have enough going on. Well, it's just a matter of, he didn't find you, so he no. hasn't realized that you... I think how I'd like to envision this is he's walking around, he's looking for you. He doesn't find you, but he walks past the crate that you're in, and he feels a bit of a tug from it. Okay. Because you've disabled one of the repulsor things. That other repulsor thing is now, like, kind of operating and it doesn't have anything to bounce anymore. So, like, something on the floor or whatever, like, skitters and, like, gets caught on the side of the box. Right, so that's weird. Yes, that's weird, but to a person who is not JT, that's weird in a, oh, there's some sort of traction beam or super magnet or something over there, which in this case is true. And so he's looking at the outside of the box you're in, and he sees the Imperial, like, stamp, probably the specific logo of this particular moth. Right. But he's not going to fuss with this box, because he didn't find you. But then he sees that, and he he looks around, and he realizes there's a number of boxes here with this thing on it. Right. And there's no sign of you, and so he steps up to another crate, not a huge cargo container. Right. Like a lower level crate, and he pops that. And there's something in there that catches his attention that he begins to think, can I sabotage this? I bet it's a bunch of binders. And if he wants to, you know, make Mm. them not bind so well, Mm. that would be probably a fun skullduggery check for him. Binder cuff. Yep. Binders sabotage. Okay. He'll go ahead and he'll make his skullduggery check. Okay. Now, binders probably made to not be messed with. Right. But it's much harder to escape from binders when they're on you than it is to sabotage them when they're not on you. Yes. Getting out of binders of this nature is five for a coordination check to slip okay. your hands out. I feel like it's on the order of three purples, okay. but, you know, he might accidentally hurt himself. Okay. Because you got to test it. He gets a blue die from his thieves' tools. Ah. One success, one advantage. All right. He feels a little happier. Takes away his strain. And JT is now squished against one wall, and an athletics check of three purples can pull you away from it. And now I'm too far from that wall to possibly reach it to mechanics it, so I have to have a different solution. You could attempt to mechanics something mounted on this wall. I suppose they might be on the same circuit. I'm trying to make like, ways of diversifying my skills, not just well, okay. just mechanics again. Skill degree and computers are the other two ways of dismantling repulsor fields. So if you wish to not do the same thing again, that's uh, totally okay. legit. So I'll say there's like a little control panel for this one that I've turned off here, but I can see like they're on the same network. So I'm going to have to computers my way out of this one. Okay. Now, am I taking the cripple die on this? I think you are. So I think it's a two-handed thing to computers. You know, but like, it's slow and awkward to be doing it with one-handed. Yes, yeah, so... It's all squished up against me. But it doesn't hurt my arm to do it, so... So, yes, you may attempt those things. It is three purples. Four success, three fits. Alright, well, that's not enough to cripple the other arm. You succeed, and you slump down on the bottom of this (sighs) short fall height cargo container with your busted arm. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you want to just take it all the stream? I mean, I can. Or it is adding up. If you don't want to do that, another thing to do is somebody gets notified that uh, their holster thing is taking completely off. Here's a question: Why was it on in a inside a cargo container? Or is it it's motion activated? That it's motion activated. 
And it's possible that it was triggered by you opening the box. Look why and your box is in my gallery. It's dim inside this cargo container. It's possible there's something else in here with you. Oh. Maybe something that you released. Uh, I have a light from Compact. Yeah, you had a light from a small mirror that you were poking around spotlight-wise. So it's possible you released something. Three threats. Do you want to ask the table? Oh, I like that idea. What do we think? Why was Ooh. it on? Do we think it was motion sensitive or... In my mind, this is all part of the Moth's, like, torture... Torture collection. Traveling torture kit. So I don't think he was using it to hold something currently. Okay. But, like, I guess this is a way you could transport it. But if you were doing that, I think you would do so with much more security. Okay. Uh, so I think it's unlikely. Sure. 88 is above the magic number. That is very much no. So the Moth is not transporting anything in any of these things that could be released. Um, he has no prisoners with him at all right, right. now. No prisoners and no, like, Creatures. death bots. Yes, no death bots. Nothing that can be activated and set loose on people. That being the case, there wasn't something in here. I think we can infer from that that it was, it was turned Motion on Motion activated, yes. If you wanted to have a you. message was sent, that's fine. So it powered up for you. Briefly. And then you turned it off eventually. Oh, yes. So I think we'll use those threats to say somebody was notified. Yeah, I think that's good. That it powered up. Tell them off. He's got to get these things out of here. There's a ballroom he can put him in if he wants. The ballroom he confiscated? Yes. That you don't know what he's doing with it? I mean, he probably wants to bring these things there anyway. Who knows? Let's have a public torture session. All right, but now you're sprawled on the bottom, looking up at a far distant top. Thinking, I should have brought a water bottle. That's what Rancy's always saying. Rancy is always saying to take a drink. Yeah. I'm not doing that bad, actually. What you going to do? Are there enough boxes? Like, clearly I climbed down. Well, I started climbing down and I got pulled down. You I leaned over opened way too it, much. you leaned inside to, like, because it was kind of dark, yeah. and you got yanked out. Are there boxes with which to reasonably climb out? You can roll, but it is highly unlikely that there are boxes <sighs> being stored inside the repulsor box itself. Uh, 51. Pretty sure that's enough. Well, now that I'm done with the uh, repulsor field, though, now maybe I can just leap myself out of here. But I have to leave vertically, so it's going to be three purples. Is this something that can be done more than one time in an encounter? Oh, what did we decide about my abilities? It can only be used once per encounter. Yep, never mind. Each of your things, though, right? Or just the force in general? Well, this is enhance again, anyway. So. Okay. But if we want to say each thing, I think that's... Yeah. Because, in fact, I already did influence and I already did enhance. Yes. How can I move in this situation, then? <laughs> yeah, and you can't move your stuff. No, but if I could move... A box in here with you? Yeah, so that's that you a little have obvious, though. <laughs> that is where I was going with that. <laughs> uh, you have no idea where yes. Cho is unless you make a perception check, which will be difficult. Right, I'm just listening for him. No, 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 I gotta get myself out. There's jetpacks, you know. Yeah, if you could dip into the jetpack, you already used your utility belt. Oh, you know, no, 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 I know what I should do. I should just entirely change the blue streak outfit. Because it's like going into a phone booth. <laughs> in time, JT accidentally falls into a box. She's actually changing into a blue streak outfit. Mm-hmm. So we got to do a tech test. Ah, I see. Yep. I think I like that. That's just more You're fun. just going to turn it into the blue streak? Yeah. All right. And you're going to explain this to Joe? Nope. I'll just tell him to stay safe, citizen. <laughs> Start out the door, change back, and be like, wow, did you see that blue streak go by? <laughs> she looks amazing. I got to get her in the show. All right. That's the plan. That's the plan. Let's see how it goes. (laughs) All right, what do you need first? There's no check to change into the blue streak. I know. Do you need a piloting check? I do want a piloting check. It's going to be only one purple, but you are like flying out of a box 
And I suppose my uh, into a cripple room. affects this. Yes, into a room that is full of stuff, and right. there is the potential to crash into things. I will upgrade. I mean, ooh, you're upgrading. Yeah. I definitely. Because there's also, you know, how impressive is this fight going to be? Because Chubb is definitely going to notice when a, a masked vigilante comes flying out of the crate. Whoa, the blue streak? I'm a fan. Everyone's a fan of blue streak, right? Woo! One success, three advantages. Alright. Set off some fireworks. Walk Set off some fireworks ball. first to like, in case Joe is still around. Okay, so you like launch one of your glitter grenades first? Yes. Is this intended for the sparkles to look like they're coming from this crate? Or just like there's no, it's a just, sparkle it's in the air. Like, somewhere in the... Yeah, in the air. In the air. To give some cover. Okay, a sparkle thing goes off, and obviously that catches Cho. <laughs> That's what I assumed his reaction would be, or hiding out of box, or... I guess we'll have him make, like, a vigilance check, or a cool check, or something, like... I feel like it's a, a cool check, is what he means, to maintain his composure in this yes. surprise. How difficult do you want this to be? I feel like it's hard. Okay, he's very cool. Two yellows and a green, versus your three purples. Versus the professional blue streak show. He succeeds with two threats. He takes some strain because he's so impressed. Or alarmed, maybe? I think he maintains his composure in that he does not, like, pull a gun and freak out. But what he does do is hide. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, And he takes strain because this is all boxes of moth things. And something just exploded in the air. That's why he takes strain. This is it. This is how I die. Now a clone trooper. A blue clone trooper. Blue short clone (laughs) trooper. A masked a, a, vigilante, a, woman clone trooper, a daughter of a clone trooper, jetpack comes flying out a of a box. He tries to put together the pieces; they don't make sense. You know, he's not necessarily a student of history. You, the blue streak, flies out of the box. Yep. Successfully, successfully navigates the room. Yes. And JT's intention is to what? Are you thinking you're gonna like put on a little show because uh, you know Cho is in this room somewhere? No, like need to put on a little show. Like, you need to test out the. What kind of show can JT can the Blue Streak put on here okay. during the event? Probably. So you're taking advantage of this opportunity yes. to uh, explore this room further. Yes, and maybe you know a higher vantage point would be helpful. Does it occur to JT at all that she could very well be shot? No, not at all. <laughs> okay. Does it occur to the Blue Streak? Maybe. JT has six sense. That's not. She's not worried about it. Is that a thing? Uh, she's got the talent that increases her defenses. That's in Star Wars. That's what it was. JT Blue Streak is flying around this cargo hold. Are you announcing anything? Have you totally forgotten that Cho even exists? Ooh, yeah. I, yeah. I'm just saying, like, or are you performing for an audience? Practicing the whole the routine. Yeah. I think it is practicing the routine. Okay. So yes, there is. What's the routine? I can't just be like, ladies and gentlemen, Blue Streak, but it has to be like some of citizens. But it's like, it's the Blue Streak intro song, which we don't have. I mean, surely the Blue Streak does not provide her own intro music. No, but she does, like, provide her own monologue. Yes. Right? But it's like, it can't be like, tune in this week, citizens. Previously. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Previously, citizens. War. Rages throughout the galaxy. Oh, right, because you have to play to the little organs fund. Children, left without parents. People, left without homes. The Blue Streak fights crime where she can. But she can't be everywhere. But your credits can. Another glitter grenade goes off. At which point, at which point Cho realizes the first thing that exploded was launched by this person. This crazy person. Let's 
Just do your perception versus his stealth. Okay, sounds good. Or it should be your vigilance. I mean, you said you're not really... I think it's my vigilance. Yeah, you're not really paying attention. Really paying attention. I should get a blue die because I have such a high vantage point, though. Yeah, sure. What is his stealth? Red, red, purple. One of those. Four successes and an advantage. You do see him. Yes. And essentially, you see that he's hiding. It's not just he's there by a crate. Clearly, he ducked behind some things in alarm. So we uh, continue your show. Can you show a little bit, like, I will not come directly up to him, but I'll definitely look at him, give him the blue streak salute, tell him to stay safe, citizen! And then fly out the door? Fly out the door. Okay. And leave him just wondering, what, what? the F just <laughs> happened? What is wrong with this place? <laughs> and did he notice where you came out of? Because you set I, off the thing. I know, because I think I set off the grenade okay. to, to catch his attention, which, you know, worked pretty well. The blue streak did not behave in any way that suggested affiliation with the moth or imperial things. And in fact, delivered a speech that was related to war orphans. Oh, you know, I guess there is that. Gigi, you fly down the hallway as the blue streak. And then what? Oh, then I got a quick change back and act like nothing happened. You walk back into the cargo bay? Yes. Cho is not by moth crates anymore at this point. (laughs) Yeah, a little more cautious. He is somewhat near the entrance to the room. Okay. I'll ask him if he found anything. Sorry I had to duck out. He's, uh... Staring at me? (laughs) Staring at you? I'll make a cool check against his perception at this point, because he's literally staring at me. Red and two purples. Oh, that's actually a failure. But I have three advantages. I would like to ask the table a question. Has he heard of the blue streak before? Yes, that's what I want to ask. How infamous is the blue streak? Okay. The blue streak uh, has appeared on multiple planets. Yes, has appeared in Cloud City. Definitely. Cloud City blue streak is totally known because yeah. blue streak was a person of interest in the Jewel of Yavin. Uh, blue streak cleared of all wrongdoing. Yes, but not quietly cleared of all wrongdoing. Uh, blue streak known on Ord Mantel, the birthplace of blue streak. Known on Ryloth. Definitely known on Ryloth. Oh, yeah. Perhaps known on Ryloth is like, man, I don't know. She will cut you. <laughs> no one is an assassin on Ryloth. <laughs> Look, the kids have been very quiet about the fact that the blue streak had a lightsaber. I feel like probably the blue streak has appeared on other planets as well. Has the blue streak ever been on a core world, though? I don't, I don't think I don't you think used so. the blue streak on Coruscant. I think you were so. sufficiently reserved. I think Corellia predated the blue streak, just barely. Is that okay? So, I think it is unlikely or higher. Let's go. What's worse than unlikely? Very unlikely. And is there anything higher than that? No way. So what do you want to say? Do you want to I say think very unlikely. Okay. If he's uh, if he doesn't like the Empire and the Blue Streak sometimes does things to the Empire, he might have heard of this or someone matching this description, I should say. Uh seventy-seven. Nope. All right, you winked at him. Yep. You had advantages though. I had advantages. Do you have on my cool check related to that? I will take those into the deception check that is going to be coming very shortly. Having made that cool check, you're still going to try a deception check. Yeah. I'm just friends with the blue streak. Okay. I think JT will, like, she'll come out and say, like, like I just saw the blue streak go down the hall. It was really amazing. Ah, uh, I see. She's she's actually a friend of mine. All right. Deception check. I'm going to upgrade on this one. You had three advantages. Oh, so, yeah, I'll fix him. His vigilance is two yellows. Oh, you have a knack for deception. Right? I believe I do, yes. I also have the ability to re-roll at once for session. Uh, would you like to upgrade? You also, got you have another blue die. Oh, right. Because you force him this guy's trusting. to be trusting of you. Yeah. And this isn't physical, so my crippled arm. Your crippled arm did not apply I've got you. a crippled arm. I couldn't be the blue streak. <laughs> uh, but certainly if you want to upgrade. I, I do want to upgrade. Yes, I probably do have a couple black dice for things, but I... You have a knack for it? Yes. 
failure of many advantages, but no despairs. Okay. But I will use my natural... Natural wire? It's natural charm. You have it applied to... It's charm and deception. Well, that's not any better, but it's not any worse. Failure with four advantages. I sit down like Tony Stark. I have a blister. <laughs> you have advantages. Uh, would yes. you like him to notice that your arm is dislocated? I mean... And I was help go, you with that. I was going to go do something, unless he's a doctor, too. Yeah, I stepped out because I hurt my arm... Probably gonna have to go to the medical bay. But you're the blue streak. Well, uh, I mean, he doesn't say that because he has not heard of the blue streak before. But he's like, "What are you really doing on this ship?" Told you, running a charity gala, hoping the blue streak would make an appearance. And all that—that's the blue streak. That's just what? Just a show for your gala? Well, no, the blue streak is a vigilante crime fighter. But she agreed to put on a show for part of the the gala. Look, I. JC pulls out the Blue Streak Junior Citizen Brigade badge that she would have. No, like, look, she has fights for some of the children in various places. There's a Blue Streak Junior Citizen Brigade. It's one of a cause that's important to her. Are you okay? Am I okay? Are well, you... I'm not okay. My arm is busted. <laughs> and how did that happen? Did you crash into a bulkhead out there? No. How would I crash into anything? And the Blue Streak is an excellent pilot. She would never crash. Well, right, well, she would rarely, she wouldn't often crash into things. She would often get exactly where she went to go. And the blue streak... What? Fights for imperial citizens? Citizens of the galaxy. Galactic citizens. Extra galactic invaders, I mean, you know, we'll see. They're probably, they're probably nice people. What are you going to tell them at the nursing station when you show up with your arm that way? That I fell? And, and no, and was, uh, no, he says, what far more convincing lie are you going to use? He calls you out, like, right. flat out. Look, Blue Streak didn't get injured. I fell. Fell into that giant shipping container. And that's what you'll tell them. That's what happened! Here's a question. Why is there a repulsor field generator inside a shipping container? Did JT recognize any of the moth stuff or no? No, no, no. No, for her no. it's just... At that point, he'll turn to, like, walk you back over to it. And he'll say, like, I'll show you why. Well, like, <laughs> like, way the dust or whatever. He kind of transitions to, like, the boggledness of that to kind of more serious and more, like, professional, essentially, of, like, allow me to show you why that sort of thing would be here. And he brings you around to, like, the side of the crate that you didn't reach. Right. And he points out, and he says, Mamaf of Naboo. That's the guy who took my ballroom. He's done more than that. What else has he done? I mean, he's a grand moth, so, like, to get there, you gotta do a lot of terrible things. Or, I don't know, are any moths uh, So you'll say, what, else, what has he done? And... He'll say he met with the Grand Moth of the Krellian system. But the nature of their meeting, or the purpose for it, is yet to be determined. One moth and another moth? So, Naboo and Corellia... Was it like a tryst? What is... Naboo and Corellia are not in the same sector. Right. This moth had a secret meeting with that moth, for some reason. I mean, that seems like the least terrible thing a moth could do. How do you know that? And he didn't have these things when he, when he arrived on Corellia. That's interesting, because I saw you get... On board this ship on Corellia. So, what do you really do here? Are you asking that in a way that makes it clear that you know that he doesn't work for this ship? I think so, yeah. If you want, like, a streetwise uh, that's kind good. of check. Yeah, sure. You already expressed some, like, anti-imperial leanings. So I get a blue dot? Yeah. Two purples? Demonstrate I, not an arc. I get a blue dot also because I'm trustworthy. Yeah. So knows. We'll say two purples. One success and six advantages. Okay. I'm on Thelma. You've got I lean in real close. I am <laughs> Okay. And you're asking what he's here for, essentially. Or, yes. or how does he know about the moth things, or why does he care? I think or... I asked, like, what are you really doing here? He is trying to determine what the moths were meeting about. 
And obviously this trove here that has been uncovered is related to it in some way, as he followed the moth's entourage to Corellia, and these things were not in the moth's baggage at that point in time. So not a tryst. Whether a tryst happened or not is completely irrelevant. I don't think the rebellion will care about that. Oh, you're a rebel. He's not on an official rebel assignment. Remember, you sensed that, like... He wants to get into the rebellion. Yes. And this is the way he thinks he can. I'm just trying to think how DHC is going to parse it. Or what you would ask to suss that out. Well, he says, like, oh, the rebellion, such and such and such. Like, the rebellion would want to know, essentially. He doesn't say they do want to know. He says, like, they would want to know. I think the implication is he's a rebel, but, like, the understanding is that he's not yet... I think what JT would ask is like, wait, are you rebel? What unit are you with? <laughs> I mean, I made the streetwise check. Yeah, I know. But, but I said I'm not a soldier. Yeah, so you implied that you weren't before. Correct. Unless it's just like, you're not a soldiery soldier. Are you a spy? Well, yeah, I asked you a question first, though. <laughs> before he was thinking you weren't affiliated with him, but now he's wondering if you are. Now he's just getting confused and he's that like, I'm just a friendly person in a galaxy full of jerks. No, he's not in a unit. Oh, well, I mean, a lot of people work in, like, cells, I, I know. Like you? No. No, I... <laughs> You're like, well... I've taken some jobs from the Rebellion before. Definitely parts of the Rebellion thought I was in a cell. I've been put in cells. I've been put in cells, it's true. Uh, no, I've, I've done some jobs for them in the outer room a couple times. Once or twice they did some jobs for me, so... It all balances out. What? The rebels did jobs for you. Well, it's like or, I no. I think he would say like the Rebel Alliance. The rebel you know, because it's this organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, this lofty organization. Well, I mean, I had things I needed some help with, and was able to get them to help out because it was good for them too. Yeah, I mean, it worked for everyone. They got a free. I think JT's decided this person is a, a rebel of some kind, even though, like, he's sure he's not officially in it yet, but JT's not like Renzi where, like, there's yeah, the, yeah. the military hierarchical sense. Right, right, right. He has the leanings and the desire. Like, that's what yeah. makes you a rebel. He's messy with, like, moth stuff. Yeah. So you have connections. I know a few rebels. Do you want me to make a deception check? I'm going to say that. <laughs> sure. Uh, what is the difference? I got a blue guy. Oh, I think it's two reds. Woo! Failure with three advantages. He can tell that you're uh, hedging here. Yes. When you say that you know a few rebels. Some people who are really close to me are rebels, okay? What do you want to do with those advantages? It could be that we get wind that some communication was sent. Oh, right. There is that. Yeah. Maybe one of us notices something. It could be as simple as footsteps coming down the hallway. That would be threats. Advantages are like, I see a flashing light okay. next to that container, like, that wasn't on before. Okay. JT sees that, it's like, we... This is the moth stuff? That's definitely the moth stuff. Yeah. I may have set off some of the things. Uh, we should probably go. Because that's... He, he got the message. Maybe you can escort me to the medical clinic, because I fell. If you want a formal report launched about that, that's what the medical clinic will do. Right, right. I mean, do you know any other, other doctors on this ship? I can fix it. You're a medic? Do you have a doctor's bag? I have a med kit, if that's what you mean. That is a good start. I have one of those, too. All right. I mean, it's, it's, it feels pretty bad to me, but yes, that's probably fine. All right. Well, we should get out of here. Yes. Agree. He... And I do still need to find decorations for this. Yes. But you now know the size and shape and like what's in here and things like that. Yep. Going to have to move some of these things around in here. There's definitely crates that you can set up a stage on, you know. You have gathered the reconnaissance. I'll just auction off the moth stuff. 
<laughs> Who wants their own repulsor field? <laughs> so he leads you, like, down the hall on this level. And he knows, like, some things that are down here. Like, he's been on this level before. Right. So how do you, how do you know Petey, then? You ask how he knows Petey. You had plenty of advantages earlier, and he trusts you. Yep. And he tells you that Petey is his contact. Petey's your handle. Oh, jeez. That's so cool. I wonder what his rebel uh, code name is. It's always so weird. Wow. You just, like, revealed far more knowledge, again, that you have about, like, the rebels. (laughs) That you immediately jump to, oh, he's your handler. Yes. (laughs) Not Petey's someone who just watches out and occasionally sends rebels. (laughs) Rebel uh, recruits in their direction. <laughs> you know, this guy clearly wants to be a rebel. GT's gotta, you know, give him that confidence boost that he's part of a big organization. You guys go into, like, a side room. Yeah. And if you're willing to allow him to look at that... Sure. He will. He's got two yellows for his medicine. So there's one of these things. You can use it. We'll use the Star Wars medkit rule. So he gets a blue dot. Yep. And it's three purples. Yep. I'm surprised he has, you know, two ranks as well. Two successes, one threat, and a triumph. Okay, so you're, he, you know, it doesn't hurt that much when he does it, actually. It's the anticipation that gets JT. No, but I would say your assessment is that he's extremely confident at that. Are you sure you didn't go to med school? That's not a question he answers. Interesting. But as he's doing stuff with the med kit and everything like that. He seems very practiced with it. Yes. Not looking around like... Right. And also not checking a data pad of how do I reset a shoulder right. or things like that. So this person clearly has a significant amount of medical training. Yes. And your arm is snapped back into joint. Oh, that's perfect. Thank you, sis. And... Um, you can't tell anyone how the blue streak. Do people know who the blue streak is? Do lots of people know who the blue streak is. <laughs> She's a hit on Cloud City... Well-known for various things at Ryloth. Uh, I don't know if you heard about Empire Day last year at Ordnantel. She made quite a show. I admit I have not been there. Ordnantel is such a nice planet. Oh, such a nice place. You start waxing eloquent about Sludge Falls. Well, like Sludge Falls, the jetpack, those were Renzi. I just, Ordnantel. Oh, that's right. It's your favorite planet. It's, it's JT's favorite planet. <laughs> you know, the rebels did some op- operation there. You didn't hear about this? Imp- and no, of course not. The Empire would have suppressed like Empire Day getting ruined, getting way improved by the very first Blue Streak show. What does the Blue Streak do? Fights crime, rights wrongs, tries to be a symbol of people. What are you talking about? Like you grab muggers? What sort? I of- mean, if I encountered a mugger, it's a Blue Streak encounter mugger, probably. But I'm trying to stop hut crimes. Think more like organized crimes. Yeah, but then like, but not DRS. I mean, DRS, you know, is organized crime. Well, yes. But not one that needs to be stopped. You know, tries to convince people that there's there's other ways out. Uh, maybe you've heard of Madame Lilac on Ryloth, no? You can roll, but it's like the most unlikely thing possible. The no, the impossible. 48, so no. Okay, well, she's someone that I helped inspire. Or there was a Rylothian noble who was kind of abusing their position, but they didn't really want to be in their position. I convinced them to give it up and go marry the person they wanted to. It's a whole complicated system they have on Ryloth. It's kind of messed up, but now they're doing what they want. They're being a better person. So this charity is your cover? No, the charity is real. Blue Street's just helping out. The charity is the War Orphans Charity Fund. And it's legit? Yes, it's over a year old. So this is like their first big fundraising event that we have. I've had a lot of time to devote to it. We give up some funds, we can hire some staff, so I don't have to juggle all this on my own. 
fundraisers. Charity fundraiser is not my area of expertise. What is your area of expertise? I was going to ask you the same question. <laughs> Although it seems like medicine is one of your areas of expertise. Uh, machines, technology, things like that. And, you know, finding friendly people. Like Petey. And I guess you. You're a funny person, Joe. <laughs> Thanks for raising my hand. You're welcome. Do you think you can get the moth to go to your gala? I, it sounds weird when I say I was hoping so, because the moth has money. And, well, the less money that the Empire spends making war, um, and the more it spends fixing the war, the better. That's like a double bonus. I don't know, though. If the moth was going, there's probably other people that'll be nervous about going. But then again, there'll be other people that want to make a good show to the moth. If I could convince the moth to come, I probably would. But, I mean, if the moth is going to be there, I don't want this gala, you know, ruined. If you catch my drift. If the moth is at your gala, he won't be in his rooms. Yes. That would be fun. And I think we can uh, keep each other's confidence in this regard. I won't ruin your event. And let, don't tell people that I'm delusional. Well, that would ruin the event, wouldn't it? He agrees not to ruin your event by outing you as the blue streak or by doing some sort of public action against the moth at the gala. Yeah, I mean, that would... I mean, you'd make a big show, but it would just get you killed. I am not here to take out the moth. Well, it's good to have goals. When he says that, it's clear, like... That it was not a thought that, that occurred to well, him. Well, no. Not that it didn't occur to him, but that he finds it distasteful. That's interesting. Is he a pacifist? Trying to decide if I ask that. Finds it distasteful. I think J.T. well. Like, so you want to be a rebel, but you don't want to hurt people. Is that right? Do you want to... Do you want me to charm? Yeah, I guess you can charm. Or do you want, like, leadership? Nah, charm. And you have the blue dye, because yep. he trusts you. Against his cool... Yes, his cool. Two reds and a purple. Would you like to upgrade? You got all these here. Ah, sure. Ah, I do fail. It is one threat. I could happily take some strain. Yeah, I'm just trying to think how he responds. Yeah. Because clearly... Oh, you know what? No, your, your questions have made him very uncomfortable. Well, yeah, that's fair. Um, I could be an Imperial agent this whole time. Well... It wasn't a despair, but... No, but you He might, you know, shake off the feeling of trust. You have pushed up against a topic that is some sort of sore spot with him, asking, like, you want to be a rebel, but you don't want to hurt people. Not with that voice, but yes. No, but those... That was That's your... what he hears, is what you're saying? But those were your words, too. Those were my words, yes. Yes. I didn't mean anything by my tone. Okay. So something about that question rubs him the wrong way, and he, he doesn't answer it. He turns away from you and, like, resumes packing up the med kit. And, and he's, he's just, at that point, he's just kind of like, we both probably have places we need to be that aren't on this floor. Yeah, that's true. And he steps to the door of this room, which like leads back out into the corridor system. And he turns back to you before he goes out into the hall and he says, can you find your way to the turbo lift? Yeah, I'll see you around. And he nods at you and then slips off, leaving JT sitting there, mulling over. Petey is actually contacts over the lines. Something the moth is up to with this weird repulsor thing. Do you linger on this level? I think that's a good place to close the encounter. Okay. I didn't want you to feel like because Cho left that the encounter had no, to be no, over, no. but... No, I mean, I think that's a natural place to close it. GD can mull that over in, in a future encounter. You can figure out those decorations. Well, but you've at least gained information about yes. the room now. and you can. The room and the moth. And you know, now I, I have a reason to go talk to the moth. Like, excuse me, I have this room, but your stuff is in it. You have a room that I'm supposed to have, but I'm glad to be of service to you. Would you like me to move your things to your new ballroom? So, I was thinking if you want your stuff in that room, you could just 
sponsor a table. And then you could keep your eye on this stuff. Yes, then you'd have your stuff in the room. I don't know if you had anything you wanted to say at the charity event. I don't know if this moth is a veteran of the Clone Wars or anything. So we don't talk about current politics. All right. So let us do the scene setup for the next one. Let me recover some strain here. One strain recovered. I think the chaos increased. Yeah, I think that's fair. What do you want the next scene to be? Do you want the next scene to be with the moth? Or do you want to keep your planning going? I think it's more interesting if it's with the moth. Maybe the moth has decoration. That's not do you good. want a thread added specifically related to the moth? Of getting the moth... Get uh, the moth to... Yeah, sure. Get the moth to come. It's not just invite the moth. It's get the moth to attend. Yeah. I mean, that helps do we out, make that a, Joe. a thread or do we add make that a goal or both? Or... We make it a thread. Right. Might not be accomplished in just one. Like you might have something he needs me to do first or other nonsense. Okay. We're going to go ahead and say no NPCs were added here. Joe is not counting. We now maintain the PC list so that we know which one of you is odds and which ones use evens. The next scene will be set up, meet with Moth, purpose, talk with Moth about Gala, in- invite Moth to Gala. I don't know if you want to start the scene as, like, I'm talking to the moths. Major demo is not the right word, but... Oh, so maybe the purpose of the next scene is arrange... Get a meeting with the moth. Get a meeting with the moth. Yeah. Maybe I get through. Maybe I don't. So the setup will be... I'm talking to the moths. What? Secretary? What? Lieutenant? No, they have staff officers. I need to talk with the, the chief of staff. Set up a lunch meeting with the chief of staff. You said JT got up a little late. Yeah. Was this whole thing in the cargo hold? Was that happening before lunch? Or I like think so. you got up, you had some brunch, and like that was kind of in the 11 to 12 o'clock range? Brunch is a strong word. I think JT had a quick snack or whatever she had in her. Because okay. she's like, she meant to get started much earlier. Uh, she, she had meant to spend the morning doing that. Yes. So now she will have a lunch meeting with the chief of staff for Moth. What's his face again? Is she going to like crash lunch or like. I feel like you should be able to get a legitimate lunch with the chief of staff. Anyhow crazy. Or some... Some functionary. Some functionary at the mall. Some moth staff officer. I'm, I'm running an official event. I'd like to ask about, you know, potential imperial uh, sponsorship. And I would some like you to downstream. roll a die. Oh. A single die to see if it is what kind six of or less. Six or less. A d10. Nine. We're in the clear. Event happens as promised. That is the close of this encounter. You've been listening to Cruise Control, set in a Star Wars universe, and played using Fantasy Flight Games, Star Wars, and Genesis role-playing materials. Our players were Dan and Jen, and our GM was the Mythic GM emulator. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. There you can also find our other adventures, including a related story about JT's girlfriend Renzi, our Star Wars Rush Hour trilogy. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you... Stay safe, citizens!